Hey everyone, and welcome to Smoking Syndicate. I'm your host, Ben Lee, here in the Tatawai Studios in beautiful Black Mountain, North Carolina. And tonight, we're doing the Quesada Corner, and Coop has joined us tonight. How's it going, Coop? Hey, Ben, how's it going? I know we both had challenges getting things up today, but we're on. And uh, we're going to be smoking a really cool cigar that I've had a chance to smoke a lot over uh, lately. So I'm excited about this. Yeah, it's actually been a few months since uh, we've actually done a Quesada Corner. And most of that's new because I moved from Dallas, Texas to North Carolina. Now I'm in your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're in the coldest part of the state. That is true. um, Yes, you moved in January. And then um, February, I had some travel and the weather didn't cooperate in between. Um, I think you had the same ice storm as I had. I think it may have been snow for you, but we had ice. That was bad back in around like before the Super Bowl. So, yeah, nothing. But glad to have this. Uh, glad to do this today. Yeah, this uh, it's been snowing. So this is the first. I, and I had to do this outside. I don't have a man cave at the moment or anywhere inside. So I'm, I'm outside doing all this. So when it's 17 degrees, 20 mile an hour winds, I'm not going to do this. So. No, no, uh, that's definitely not the case. <laughs> yeah, tonight is pretty good. It's only what it is 45 degrees, but I have an outside, big outside heater. Good to go. Ready to try out this uh, Quesada. So, Coop, what are we doing tonight? Okay, what are we doing? Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about. Um, we're going to be talking about the Casada 1974. Um, and this is a six by 52 Toro size. And this was a cigar that was released at the 2021 PCA trade show. So it was a line extension to the Casada 1974 line. And it actually became the fourth size in the line. So a little background on this line, because I think there's uh, an interesting story with it. Um, this is a cigar. The 1974 is actually the 45th year of uh, Casada's factory in business. So they've tended to do anniversary cigars. You know, this was a 30th, a 35th, and a Casada 40th. Um, they didn't do a 45th anniversary, but they did this 1974 to coincide with the um, with the anniversary. So uh, the line originally debuted back two years before. Actually, now it's three, but it debuted back in 2019. And um, it was originally a European release. And then um, it went national at the 2019 trade show. It kind of, I think this line fell under the radar for a bunch of reasons with Casada. Um, and it's a, it's a really, I've enjoyed this line. Each time I smoke this cigar, and this line, I seem to enjoy it more. Um, and the blend is cool. It's a cool blend. Uh, it's got an Ecuadorian grown Cameroon seed wrapper. So it's not a genuine African, but it's from Ecuador. And they do grow Cameroon seed there. Uh, Dominican binder and Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers made at the Quesada factory. And if I was incorrect. The Toro is the fifth size that was created, not the fourth size. Um and uh but they this size like i said the, the line was originally released in spain so there were like smaller sizes like a corona robusto short robusto 
They did a Lancero. But the 6x52, I think, was really designed for that U.S. market. Uh, you know, I think every successful line here needs to have a Toro if possible. So they created the 6x52 Toro um, for this. Um, I've smoked a lot of the Robustos and the Coronas, and I really, I really enjoy this blend. So I'm kind of curious to get some of your thoughts. And I have some specific. Um, there's a specific interesting thing about this cigar, but I'll kind of save that, not to tease it, but I want to see if at the end if you have the same type of feeling about the cigar as I do. So, All right, yeah, that sounds good. And I've actually have never had this cigar until we were doing this segment, right? Um, and in Quesada, you know. They they sent us some for to do you know the sample and try out and then do a review on, and that was the first time I'd had the cigar because I haven't seen it in any of my local shops either, in Texas or here in North Carolina, so it was kind of intriguing to try this one out. So this I haven't had any other sizes, just the Toro, so this would be nice nice one to review, and this and I always like the Toro you know, as a like most of the other sizes I like going for the Toro. You know, because I, you know, it's one. Hinky Kellner always said the way he blends for Davidoff, he would always, you know, blend, try to blend in a Toro because it was a good ratio between, you know, wrapper, binder, filler to get a feel of the true nature of the blend. So it's good that I'm starting on the Toro. So we'll see. We'll see how this one goes. Yeah, I've smoked every size, but surprise, the Lancero. Um, but actually, I Manolo has been encouraging me times i've talked to the smoke that lancero i just haven't gotten one yet um but he's been very encouraging for me to, to smoke that one so he thinks he thinks i will like it based on what i told him so um we'll see but uh but like i said this is like i said i think this blend is falling under the radar and in in a way the toro um like i said it was i think it's a key release for the line we went at the 2021 show and we've done two casada corners on this already we've done reviews We've had there were two really good releases that this was alongside with that 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 Liga F under the Casa Magna line, and that Oktoberfest tenth anniversary, which I think was the best Oktoberfest they've done um, mm-hmm. in the series. So I mean, um, and then we've talked about the Casa Magna Colorado, how like, and it's amazing, Ben. We've recommended that cigar to a few people, and they've agreed with us how good that was smoking. So uh, that was that's always good feedback when you when we can validate that. Yeah, that that one, you know, it's one of those. It's like you know, every, there's so much new stuff coming out that you know that older stuff kind of falls to the wayside. You kind yeah. of forget about it, which is why I love when we did that case out of corner and revisit the you know Casamata Colorado. It was like, oh my god, I forgot how good these are. Yeah, and and I don't think like I said, it actually on Coop got the highest score of the year for a cigar review at an at a at a ninety three. Um, that was the only 93 I gave out last year, but it was the cigar of the year. Unfortunately, the way it's done, or fortunately, it's it's more focused on what was released. So, um, but certainly that that earned a distinguished honor, highest score of the year for me. So, definitely. Yep. Yeah, let's let's take a look at this a little bit closer here. Yep. It's a really beautiful looking cigar. Yeah, I love that dark. Colorado, you know, that dark Colorado that this rapper brings. Um, I, I really like it. Um, you can see some modeling on, on the rapper a bit. Um, yeah, I don't think we see it any, any better on mine once I focus on it a little bit. 
Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit. It's a little bit modeled. Um, it's kind of like coming through with the camera well, um, but it's still at, it, it's it's still a gorgeous looking wrapper with it almost. You know, like you said, that Colorado brown color is really nice. It might yeah. have a slight oily sheen to it too. Slight, yeah, I would say it's it's a light oily sheen on it. So it's not like a heavy oily wrapper, but uh, yeah. just kind of enough uh, to kind of give it a nice coat. Um, I mean, not coat, but there's natural oils. Um, some veins, some visible veins. Um, there's some veins on there, but nothing like I would say, uh, you know, ugly about them. You know, but there are some veins popping through. Um, you can see that one. Yeah, so I call it a rustic wrapper. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good yeah. way. And I always say rustic wrappers have charm. So I, you know, yeah. I, it's a beautiful wrapper. Um, it's I like the way the band comes up. Uh, these virtual screens, but I like how the red, the red uh, on the on the Casada band. I think just contrasts nice with the with the wrapper on that as well. Yeah, I like the, the I like the red, black, and gold. It's pretty yeah. good looking. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. coloration. Yep, I mean it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a I was I just really nice band on it. All right, almost let's go you already clip it and let's see what it's it. like. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, I'm using my uh fox cutter. We're gonna be talking about this in a review coming up. Pretty cool. It's a they're a knife company that's in uh from Italy, that's a high nice, end knife company. That's a cool rat. That's a cool cutter. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I picked this up at Michael's of Keller, but I was right before I left to come to, to move. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a big you know, I'm a big you know, knife nerd, right. So when I saw Fox had come out with the cigar cutter, I had to have it. So, yeah, I use, yeah, my, nice. my, I use this Credo, it's a cheap cutter. And it's not cheap. It's an inexpensive cutter, and it just keeps sharp. And it's got, you know, it's got the secondary, uh, it's got the secondary thing. So if you want to cut, I I use that secondary more on uh, tapered cigars than anything. Yeah, I love I love Credo cutters. They're great. They're great. They're not, you know, they're not expensive, and they stay sharp. Because uh, I've had this probably seven years. That one, um, and I use it a lot. So. My mine has a perfect milkshake draw. Yeah, right I, off I, the bat. Yeah, there's uh no issues with them as far as that goes. Uh and that's kind of consistent with what I've had with the line as well. Um, definitely. Yeah, the the kind of the cold draw notes I get is kind of like a toasty, nutty woodiness about it. There's a definite I would say the woodiness definitely is on on here. Um you may I picked up a slight amount of orange rind. Yeah, I was gonna say citrus, but yeah, yeah but it's rind. more it's more that orange like with a with a mm -hmm. it's on the skin as opposed to the, the very acidic part of it. Yeah, the bitter part. Yeah, which that's not a bad thing. That's not that's no. not because sometimes I I don't like a, a pre light draw. It's like, and I think I've mentioned this. That's too sweet or too peppery. Yeah, so right. It's just exactly. pretty straightforward, but yeah, the milkshake drawer is clearly present on here. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's off to a good start. It's, I'll say this, and this is I've smoked different sizes, maybe it's because there's a little more diameter on this one. Um, 
It's very good. It's, yeah. I said, it's straightforward. Nothing exotic about this. And keep that in mind as you smoke this cigar. Uh, that's kind of a lot of my impressions I've had of this. Let's go ahead and light it up then. Let's get, yes. it, get it going. Yep. Uh, of course, my cutter is, my lighter is in my pocket, buried. Okay. So I'm using my Palio lighter. Uh, so I got one of these down at Pro Cigar. Oh, I didn't even realize they had those. Yeah, I mean, they're good. Uh, they're, they're good. I normally have my, my, my other lighters actually need, need a butane. So, uh, I, that's why I'm going for this one. I tend to just butane my lighters like once a week. Me too. Like almost when I have one that needs it, I'm like, I got the can out. I might as well just go hit them all. That's, that's kind of how I am. Yeah. And I got, uh, Man, I just this thing has a big tank actually too, but it's very it's very efficient. Um, I took one of these to the DR, uh, and I I had it full when I when I got there, and I still had about half the half the half the reservoir when I came back. So wow, yeah. So that was a really it's very uh you know Palio quality importers folks make that it, it's meant to be a more ec- economical lighter, but um. It's a great product. I mean, they've done a good job with it. Milkshake drawer. This this is drawer is like spot on. Yeah, same as mine. Really smooth. I'm getting a ton of smoke because of it. Yep. Yep. I mean, it actually starts off with some pretty interesting flavors. Yes. There's there's a smoothness to this, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a... I mean, we're only... What I mean, you're just a little bit into it. It's already just like it's a smooth, balanced smoke. Yep. Even with the flavors, there's like the several. I'm thinking of several things so far, but nothing is really jumping out. Everything is pretty even keeled and working well with each other so far. Yeah. If you let the smoke kind of go through your your palate, through the tongue, and then retrohale, um, it's very balanced. I mean, there's I'm getting some of the woody notes. I, I get a slight dried, almost like a dried citrus. I'm getting uh, a little bit of natural tobacco. There's a little pepper on the retrohale, but not heavy. And there's a little bit, there's a little bit of that citrus, that dried citrus. I'm getting through the retrohale as well. Uh, definitely a cigar band. With my experience with the line, is it's the retrohale is going to be very kind to you with this cigar. Yeah. Um. I, I always encourage, I think we all encourage folks to retrohale. Um, not that you're going to get bad experience if you don't retrohale, you're just going to get a better one, I think, with this. 
but it's it, this is the Toro is much smoother than not to say the other, the other side had the smoothness, but this is the smoothest I've seen of the Vitolas. And I've smoked the Toro probably the least of this because I wanted to kind of I did smoke it beforehand, but but I want you know to make sure the cigar was okay before we did this, obviously. So, but I've smoked mostly a lot of Robusto and Coronas with of this size. Yeah, this you talk about the retro hill. This cigar has no bite on the retro hill. No, 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 exactly. I thought I was I, maybe a tingle of pepper, but nothing. Yeah, nothing that's going to be uh, nothing like what Bear and I was smoking at Aladino, and I told him to do a full retro hill, and he almost passed out. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking, I was we were talking last night. We were smoking the Aladino, and I kind of mentioned the point you brought up. On, I think one of our previous Casada coins about when you retro hail. Um, you could do a full retro hail, like a partial retro hail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with the Aladino, I said, you really probably don't want to do the full retro hail because it's just going to overpower it. And you kind of just settle into that. You kind of settle the throttle where you want, where you want to throttle that retro hail. And, uh, it's perfect. This one, you can kind of do a full retro hail on with no problem. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, I just did a yeah. several full retro hails. There yeah. was nothing. Yeah, nothing. No, no, it's no bite there. Was but I mean, the flavor just explodes off the cigar when you right rail it, though. This is definitely more dialed back already compared to some of the other sizes of this. So, um, I would put this like mild to medium in strength and also mild to medium in body, like initially. Because I don't, I don't get a lot, yeah. a lot of that. That's not a bad thing either, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. Kind of mild, medium. Yeah. You know, I got kind of the same nose as you. I got a little bit of that woodiness, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of that kind of that orange rindy kind of yep. citrus note as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it almost has like a um, almost like a, like a, a bready quality to it as well. Yeah, I mean, like a, I can see that. You know, that's a good one you mentioned. I didn't think of that one, but yeah. Yeah, this is this has a really unique flavor profile that's. A lot yeah. different from a lot of the stuff they're putting out. It, it really, it really was. And I, I'll be honest, when I first tried this cigar in 2019, it didn't hit me as as well. But I kind of went back and back um, to this cigar. And, and you know, it, it it was very different. Like I said, I think you nailed it. I can't put anything close to this one in the Casada portfolio um, is what I'll say. Yeah, you know, and what's coming to my mind is if you want a picture of of kind of the flavor that I'm kind of getting off this, uh-huh. it's almost like if you take like a butter croissant and put orange marmalade on it. That's kind of what pops yeah. in my head as yeah. a flavor to this. Yeah, this is this is smoking very smooth for me too. Like I said, um, I, I really think the pandemic hurt this line. That's what I'm kind of going back to because 2020 was like a wash for a lot of companies. Not that they. But, you know, unfortunately, this kind of came out at the end of 2019. And then, you know, you look for 2020 to build the line and it's tough because you're not doing events and stuff like that. Um, but I, like I said, I think, you know, I'm glad to see this cigar kind of I'm seeing more and more people start to smoke this. And I think uh, this made this made the coupe list last year in the Robusto. So um, it's a good cigar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, ho- I, I, hope, off- I, hope it's, I hope it stays like that. I think it will stay like that for you. So. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. We're off to a really good start. So let's go ahead and we'll finish off the first third. Yep. And uh, we'll be back to let you know how it is. Yep. See you in a second. Hey, everyone. And we're back. We're at the end of the first third now. 
cigar is smoking amazingly well. Yeah. Um, I had a little bit of flowering on my ash, but I tapped it off, and now it's just, just the burn line is like yeah. a mascara burn line. Yeah. What you want to see. The notes that I got, it's kind of what we'd already discussed. You know, nice, like orange rind, a bready quality, a little bit of black, a little hint of black pepper, especially on the red rails when we, I get yep. most of that. Uh, some cedar note. And as it burned down, started picking up a baker spice note. And it was, and it's not, it's it's a subtle note. It's a nice little subtle accompaniment to the rest of the, the notes I was getting. But what I started getting, it was another fruity note. It was a little bit of sweetness to it, too. To me, it was an apricot note. It was definitely, That's yeah. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you were getting? Or did you, or how'd you, how'd you uh, take your first third? No, I, I think it's spot on. In fact, Bear and I were talking about apricot versus like a stone fruit flavor. And I think mm-hmm. this is definitely in the apricot varietal for sure. Uh, but I still get a little of that orange rind. So there's a little of that bitterness, which it, it's just a touch, right? And it's kind of offsetting, you know, I think it's just balancing out in the whole scheme of things. Um, so I think you, you've nailed, like I said, the retro hell is where I'm getting a little black pepper where there was no, when we started this thing, there was almost no spice on it with that. Um, good smoke production. Yeah, the re- that retro hell is smooth. It's smooth. There's, there's there's a smoothness. Um, and this has really been like I said. This, like I said, I've smoked this once before, but like I don't know if we comment. Did we comment on the? We didn't comment. This is a cigar that if you really want to get the most out of this cigar, uh, make you know you hear that expression, take a cigar vacation, take a cigar vacation with this one because, um, not that you won't enjoy it multitasking but you're going to enjoy it a hell of a lot more i think uh on like just sitting back and enjoying it yeah this is this is definitely a subtle cigar you you really want to pay attention to this smoke yeah this isn't really a cigar you could really get the full uh the full effect from it, right. if you're like watching a movie while you're smoking it or you're at the cigar lounge talking to the guys or the gals or whatever you're you know you're or, or drinking something in a bar, you're not going to get the full effect from this. This is a very nuanced cigar. Yeah. This is one you got to kind of pay attention to, to get the full, the full value out of the cigar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Like, and especially with the Toro size, which I think is the most dialed back of the four of the five sizes. I've had four to five sizes, excluding the Lancero. Um, it is definitely the most dialed back. So, because of that, um, but it's very nuanced. It's like, you know, I know it's cliche to say that, but it's very nuanced. And um, you can really focus on the flavors. You're not getting any strange. It's not weighing very heavy on your palate. It's a clean, it's clean finish on this cigar, too. Yeah, that's, that's to me, I was just thinking about the, you know, we, we talked about this. I actually talked about this in my um southern draw jacob's ladder ascension review that should be coming out on friday was that you like you prefer like a short finish and i prefer a long finish right mm-hmm. it's I a love clean a finish, but this is a clean finish that's the difference yeah so yeah it lingers a little but it's very clean is what i'm saying right it 100 it, yeah. this is not a palate buster for sure no no but to me this has got somewhere it's somewhere in between right 
it's not too it's not too long, but it's not too short either. It's good there for a good amount of time, but because you like you said that cleanness about it, yeah, it, it fades and it, it just kind of slowly fades in the background, and then your 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 palette's back to normal. It's it's actually really nice. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, um, a lot of com- like I said, we've been talking about the notes. There's definitely some complexity. There's a lot of nuances with this as well. Um, and I would say. I'd say that sweetness, that apricot is becoming a little more prominent right now uh, as it's emerged, but uh, offset by a lot of flavor. And you mentioned the bready note. It's kind of like a grainy bread, if that makes sense. I'm getting Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of a green, you know, and I that's kind of where I put it. Um, It's it's good. It's as good. Um, You can see my my ash is starting to reform. Um, as I've, uh, but I have not touched this cigar up since I, I basically ignited it. Yeah. And to me, it's still, it's still like low medium for me. I'd say it's gone up to, to low medium. Cause to me, it was like higher in a mild, it's somewhere yeah. in the hovering between upper mild, low medium to me. I kind of have it at three and a half to four range right now, um, yeah. is where I'd put it. Um, but both strength and the body. This again, these flavors aren't gonna weigh heavy on your palate. Um, so, but that's the beauty of this. This is it's kind of like you know, I'm, it, it doesn't taste the same as a cigar, but Epernay. Yes, it, it's so you know, it, it, it's the experience is a lot like maybe it's got a little more oomph than the Epernay, but you know that Epernay experience is really what everyone targets uh you know for those for those milder cigars um yeah this actually does remind me of another cigar too that's well we'll discuss it at the end okay yeah i'm not uh, saying this is not this is not an epernado i want to make that very clear it's not doesn't taste the same either so no just style it's epernado style kind of with this yeah yeah, off to a good start. So uh, we'll go ahead and we'll finish the second third. We'll be back to let you know how that is. Mm-hmm. See you in a second. Hey everyone, we're back and we're into the second third now. So Coop, how did it do for you? Um, it's hey, this is just performing stellar. Um, uh, still a very nuanced smoke for me. Uh, the the big change that in the second third is there was a decrease in the sweetness. So that apricot sweetness, it's. It definitely has subsided. It's not dissipated. You get a little of that orange rind as well. And the bready grainy note is definitely taking over on, on this. Um, no pep, no really no pepper on the tongue with this at all. But on the retrohale, the pepper has increased a little more. It's not, it's not aggressive on this thing. And I think there's the secret of this is there's this baker spice, which is not, again, it's not overpowering. It, it's subtle on the tongue. It's subtle on the retrohale. And it's almost like the secret sauce here that's kind of bringing everything together here. Um, the burn, you can see this This has been, I've touched this up twice cosmetically just because something was driving me crazy and I, I couldn't look at it. But I literally, this has been on cruise control, this burn the whole time. Um, I'd still put this, I don't think it's hit the medium mark yet on strength of body. It's getting closer. It's inching closer, but... Um, I'm really, like I said, I'm really digging this size a lot, and I'll have more to say about it when we, uh, if the, if the, if it continues to perform like this. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same with me. I'm 
pretty much identical. Um, that that kind of that woody note is still there in the kind of the backbone. That that apricot sweetness, it, it kind of ramped up a little bit, then it started to come back down again. So I'm getting a little bit less of it. Beggar spice, I'm getting a little bit more of that on the especially it's a pair of the retro hell now. Yes. The black pepper on the retro hell has got a little bit more more uh predominant as well. I'm getting a lot more of it. But when you now, when you retro the cigar, you get a blast of flavor, like yeah. even more than before. I, I just did that. Actually, I just retro had, as you said, and yes, you're right. Yeah. And what we're talking about to me, like the breading note, it to me, when it started off, it was kind of like a butter croissant, kind of a light, flaky, airy kind of a breadiness to it. But like now, we're almost getting it to where it's like, it's like a, a, a more heartier bread. You know that's kind of, that's kind of that flavor now. Yes, but it's still really good. All these flavors really play well with each other. It's like a nice little dance mm-hmm. with all these flavors. Nothing is like really standing out more than anything else. It's just really smooth, very nuanced cigar. Still nuanced, and I agree, it's not even up to really probably medium body yet. If it, anything, it's a very low end of medium of anything. So got a medium finish with it as well. That orange peel that we were getting in the beginning, that kind of the righty orange orangeness, to me is is slacking off a little bit. It's still there though, but it's kind of more in the background. Overall, this is this is smoking really really well. Yeah, really good smoke. Yeah, I I am definitely in sync with that. Um, it's uh, I'm getting to also the point where I'm at to pull my band off. But, yeah, uh, me too. But I didn't want to do it. Point. I'll do it after we kind of go to the segment. But yeah. Uh, and the other thing I'll mention is <coughs> there's still definitely a, a smoothness to the cigar, at least um, into the <coughs> I'd say I'm about the three fifths point, almost at the two thirds point. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, really good smooth cigar, We're, you know, still doing amazing well. So we'll go ahead and we'll finish the cigar off. We'll be back to let you know what our final thoughts are. See you in a second. Everybody, we're back. And we're at the final in the uh, final third of this of cigar. So far, really outstanding. So tell me, Cooper, what did you think about the cigar so far? Look, I've really enjoyed this cigar. Um, I'll give back for let's let me get all the thoughts on the final third, and we'll obviously we'll do some general recaps. Um mm-hmm. The sweetness, the sweetness subsided a lot on this last third. Uh, definitely, the apricot sweetness is gone, and still a little bit of orange rind, still a little bit of um, um, baker spice. There is now pepper on the tongue, so there is black pepper coming on the tongue, not overpowering. I'd say this is a a grainy, bready note. We you use the word European, kind of a European bread uh, that's on the grainy side. I'd agree with that. A little bit of bitterness we're getting right now, uh, which not a bad thing here. Um, but uh, and the strength in the body, I think it crept into the medium range in this last third. So um, it's at a point, I think, like I said, where it's, it's probably ready to close out the cigar, but I'm not putting it down yet. So uh, I'd say, you know, we, we were talking on the break. The, the last third is always the one that it, it, it's rare that that's going to be the crescendo. Um, but it's not tailed off like that nosedive either, but it's kind of getting to the, the cigars getting ready to tell me it's done basically. 
yeah, I, same experience as me. Apricot notes kind of faded away. I still get a little bit of that woodiness. Baker spice, that orange rind is still there. That bready kolati, kind of the way we said it was now, how it comes across, is like like that old European kind of dark wheat bread kind of a flavor. Yeah, the dark wheat bread. Real, it's more savory than it yeah. is like light and buttery, like I yeah. kind of what I got at the beginning of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which is awesome because I love that. I love that yeah. type of bread right. too. But um, I, it's it's like that, and I do. I, I'm getting a little bit of that pepper on the palate as well. I'm getting a lot more of that and Baker Spice on the retro hill. For me, the retro hill was super easy the very beginning of the cigar. Now as it burns down, I'm it's more. There's more oomph to the retrohale. Like yes. I'm getting more black pepper, more baking spice on the retrohale than I did at any point. Um, that bitterness has crept in now, but it's it's not a bad bitterness. It's actually like a savory bitterness. It's not harsh. Um, it's not if harsh. that makes sense. Yeah. No, not not harsh at all. It's really smooth. Um, it's it's actually a nice little change from that sweet apricot night note that we got from the beginning all the way to about the end of the, the last third of the cigar. Really, really good. Really good showing for the cigars. Really impressed. Yeah. Because as I had smoked these other ones, like I said, I wasn't paying full attention like I am right now. Yeah. And I thought they were pretty good, but nothing spectacular. Now I, I have a totally different view. This is this cigar is spectacular. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying the cigar. Well, That's another big winner. So that's pretty much our final thoughts. But Coot, what do you what do you what would you score this cigar? Uh, best size in the line by far. Um, and I'll kind of talk a little more after I give the score a couple of other thoughts. But I, I came in at ninety two, Ben. It came in. At, it came in at ninety two, uh, which is which is as, pretty much as high as I go these days. So, um, what I say is like it, it it's going to deliver an Epernay style experience, not an Epernay plate. Uh, flavor profile the interesting thing about the robusto right and the robusto is a very good cigar um the robusto is a cigar i think that appeals to like the classic cigar smoker and the contemporary smoker this one i kind of this toro size is more for that classic smoker who wants that nuanced experience here um but yeah 92 92 box box purchase of this guy. I mean, I, I really, I, I didn't expect the Toro to kind of come in two points higher than the Robusto. I, I didn't, but I, I, this is by far the best. And I've enjoyed this line. This is the best one I've had. Ironically enough, that's exactly what I also scored as well. It's a 92. That's yeah. I, dead on what I thought this was going to be. And what's funny is I think we have actually said the same score in every one of these. We don't we, we don't, we don't we, we don't talk about this cigar beforehand. Yeah, it's interesting. I think what all three, no. uh, every one of them we've said, I think all four we've we've gone we've gone with the same score. Yeah, but so we, I, but I we don't know what we're going to score it. But this was this right was we say it. This was kind of the one that came out of left field because there was so much attention on on the Oktoberfest and the and the Casa Magna. This one kind of maybe because it was a line extension, it's not as flashy. Um, but but by far, if if you if you have not smoked the Toro, you're missing out on something. Like I said, smoke this cigar like a vacation. Take that cigar vacation, and 
take about an hour and a half, hour and a half plus. And I think you'll be really surprised by it. I mean, because the combustion's like this slot is firm at the end. It's not even soft and mushy or hot. Yeah, I think we've we've noticed that about all the casada so far. You know, and I don't want to come come across as we're just we're just all we do is we're raving about every casada cigar. This is genuinely how we feel. This is this they, is yeah. really these have been impressive. Really they, have they, they really have. They they've done a lot of good work, you know. Um, and like I said, the, the Robusta came in at 90, which is a very good score too. But 92 on at least from what I'm doing, and I think what you're doing, these are like upper echelon ones now we're we're looking at. And I'm I'm not I'm not resistant to this at all. I can here's the thing: smoke it and give us your feedback if you agree or disagree. Um, I think for the most part we've gotten good feedback every time we've we've done one of these. Yeah, it's been a fantastic cigar. Yep. Yep. Really glad we did. We we had this one for this Quesada Corner for this month. Yep. So uh, we did really good. I, I, yep. This cigar was fantastic. Yep. Glad we did it. Yep. I agree. This was a good job. I like I said, this one came, this one really kind of came out of left field for me with this one. Given, like I said, it was kind of the least flashy of the releases because it was a line extension as opposed to a new line. Yeah, I think we've pretty much covered it. So uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. And on that note, we'll see y'all next time. Take care, everybody.